0: Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Reddy & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host.
1: Hi, this is Rahul Shruti. Can you hear me?
2: Yes, Rahul.
1: Hi, this is Rahul. Today is March 22nd. The time is about 4.30 p.m. Central Time. Radio NMPC has been conducting Zoom out conference call from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please let our new team know that you're a newcomer. In the Google link, please try to provide the information. It will save a lot of time of yours and mine. If you would fill the Google sheet, and then we will try to promote the people who Fine, build a Google sheet. And if you're a newcomer, please let our team know you're newcomer. Good with the first person.
3: Asha.
2: Uh, hi. Uh, so my question is uh, um my H1B was approved, but it was approved under counselor process, and I'm uh, in US on F1 visa. Um, I recently got to know that my H1B was filed under counselor process and I was not made aware by my employer. Uh, now, I am already on bench. So they said amendment cannot uh, happen for change of status. And uh, uh, for that matter, if I find new impl- employer as well, um, the visa might not get transferred. So I have a question related to that. How should I tackle this uh, scenario?
4: Um,
1: I, I just, you can't file an amendment, you can't go for stamping them, okay? That's definitely yeah. can't be done. That's definitely cannot be done. So you have to wait until you get a project and probably file in H1B change of status up, uh, right now. That would be the best option that you have. Okay? okay. Yeah. Next person, please.
3: shriram
5: Hi, uh, I have uh, two questions. Um, my new employer, uh, they have filed H1B in premium processing. I checked the status yesterday. It says mm-hmm. the premium processing clock has been stopped. And your uh, and notice is going to be sent. It yeah, sometimes. Say, what does it? Mean? Yes,
1: sometimes what happens is that if they can't process the case within the fifteen days, though, they will just refund the money. That's all
5: that it is. Okay, I've been checking online. Some said they got approval in few hours a day. Some got RFE. Is there a chance that I would get an uh, approval?
1: It doesn't mean that you're going to get an approval or a denial. It's just that it's delaying the case. They're going to give you your money back.
5: I see, got it. Um, I have the second question is um, um, while the H one B is pending, is it is it okay to get pay stubs both from my current employer and the new employer? No, pay stubs you can. But are you working for both the companies? So the new employer, I'm working in. uh, uh, It's a startup. I'm working in an unofficial capacity on the weekends. No, so technically, you
1: technically, you cannot work for both the companies. Okay. okay. Next person, please.
5: Thank you.
6: Nina? Uh, hi, uh, My question is, currently, I'm pursuing my final semester at UTA. Recently, mm-hmm. my service got terminated due to the failure the failure of submission of my full-time enrollment form. So, the university t- issued a new I-20 and new service ID. So I went to... my and activated my service status. But Mm -hmm. currently the university is saying that I am not eligible for OPT. So is it possible for me to fight for to get an OPT or something? Is there any way for getting an OPT?
1: How many semesters you have left right now? Uh,
6: Sir, this is my final semester. So I don't have any further semester.
1: Can you delay the degree by one more semester so that you get an OPT? Uh,
6: I requested them for that as well. But they are telling that you have to study for two full semesters.
1: That's the reason I'm telling you to delay it. Okay. If you have only one semester to graduate, take two semester to graduate.
6: Okay, sir. So the current one and the next one, right?
1: Right. In that way, you get an OPT. Okay,
6: sir. Okay. okay. Yeah. Next person, Atiya Praveen.
1: Try to fill the Google sheet information.
6: Priyanka. Hi. Um, so my EAD and AP card expires in September. And uh, I'm planning to go to India uh, and come back in July. end. so uh, should I renew it now itself or wait after coming back from India? The reason I'm asking is because it has like travel history and stuff. So if I uh, apply you, now, you,
1: you can you apply can, for EAD, you can apply right now. Okay. You, you can apply right now and, okay. uh, and you can apply right now. And uh, even though you leave the country, you come back, EAD will still be approved without any problem. Are you speaking about only EAD? Are you speaking about also advanced parole?
6: So last time I got both in one card, like the card is same. Right, right.
1: right. The, The only problem is that if you file for advanced parole, they may deny the advanced parole if you travel outside the country. Okay. Okay.
6: So I can apply for yeah. advanced parole after coming back, right?
1: You to can ad- apply for yes, you're right. Okay. You can do Thank that. You. But EAD e- 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 e you can apply before. Yes. Next person. So many, so many?
3: Yes. Uh, hi. Um I'm a, a, I'm right now.
1: You have a strange name. Not many people in the world have that name. Do you know that? Actually, yes. uh my sister's name is many And it's spelled exactly like you are. Actually, she's next to me right now. I mean, not next to me. I mean, the next room to me. Um, So, just go ahead, somebody with your question.
3: So, uh, I'm right now on H1B, and uh, I wanted to convert to h 4 EAD. So, so it's already been um, more than five months. uh, I'm out of I'm out of payroll. So, uh, the reason why I'm traveling to India. And uh, right now, if I wanted to convert from H one B to H four EAD, can I apply for H four and H four EAD directly here in the United States and travel to India, or uh, uh, you know, like but so? Uh, if I, if I get so, four- so
1: the the purpose the purpose you're traveling is to get the EAD faster. Is that what you're trying to do?
3: Yeah. So it's um, not for okay. EAD. Uh, uh, just give me a second. My husband will talk. Sure, go ahead. Sorry.
7: Uh, hi, uh, is it not for EAD actually? So her visa is like a, he's, she's converting from uh, H1 to H4 for now, and uh, yeah. like one of the uh, one of her employer said, uh, um, H4 and H4 EAD she can apply uh, before leaving country, and uh, no. once she can, uh, yeah, once no. she, stops if she if
1: she if she leaves the country, the H4 and EAD will be denied. Because if it's a change of status application, if it's a change of status application, the change of status will be denied if you leave the country. And there's a problem. It is in her best interest for her to travel and get the stamping outside the country. The reason is that she doesn't have a pay stubs for the last four months. And if she doesn't have a pay stubs for the last four months, if she applies for the change of status, her change of status may be denied. So if you wait for eight months or 10 months and they deny the change of status, then she will be nagarka, nagatka because she doesn't have the pay strips. So it would be in the okay. best interest she goes and gets the H1, H4 stamping, comes back and apply for the EAD. Okay? Oh, okay.
8: that's the best
1: uh, rule, right? The best right. idea. Yeah. That's the best. Next person, please.
6: Atiya Praveen. Hello. Hello,
3: can you hear me? Yeah, so our question is I have applied for uh, I-130 for my parents, both my mom and dad and it got approved just yesterday and uh, they were in India when I applied the I-130 and they're here right now so we were uh, debating between uh, can we apply the I-485 for them from US because they're here, it'll be faster or can they not apply from here? And what would be the okay. recommendation?
1: First thing is that when did they travel into United States?
3: Um, a week ago. A week ago, March, yeah. March 11th. Okay.
1: If you want to file the 485 application though, you need to file after 90 days after they entered into United States. The reason is that the reason is that, that they should not have intention to settle in United States when they're visiting on a B2. If they change their intention within 90 days after they entered the United States, okay, it's mm-hmm. presumed that they had the intent at the time, at the time when they entered into the United States. So that's the reason why you have to wait for 90 days to apply for the adjustment of status. The other thing is that once you apply for the adjustment of status though, they cannot mm-hmm. leave the country until advance parole is approved. Or the government. Okay. And the advance parole will be approved in approximately anywhere between six months to about 17 months. Okay. And if in the meantime they want to travel outside the country, you know how the elderly people, mm-hmm. ah, I want to go now, some emergency comes in. Then, yes. then they will be in Nagarka, na okay. <laughs> okay.
3: okay. So, uh, how far it is so gooding? Good so, if if they apply from India, how long would it would be the processing time? Would it be
1: it may take or... approximately it may if your I one thirty is approved, it may take about one year or one year and four months approximately. Okay. So they
3: cannot travel to US also, right? During that time? they cannot
1: travel. They cannot. I don't know how they travel. They are not supposed to travel in the last week too. But luckily, they were allowed in. Next person, please.
3: Thank you, Rajeshwar.
9: Correct. hi hi this is rajeshwar yeah in 2020 i filed my h1b petition uh, it got rejected along with my wife h4 also got rejected we all we all went back to india then after going back to india my i 40 approved, and uh, i filed the h1b extension it got approved and me and my wife we came to us once again and she has the valid i-94 and valid uh, stomping now i filed h4 ead for her using i-765 and it has got denied, stating that my old H, her old H four got denied H four application got denied. So, but she has the valid I ninety four and valid stomping now. But the I seven sixty five is denied. So, we would like to appeal motion. Well, yeah, the problem I would
1: you go ahead and apply for the motion to reopen. Okay, it, this is this is not a kind of case where Red PC would like to get involved in it. It's a stupid denial. We all know that is it, right? I mean, there yeah. is no legal argument I'm going to make there. I'm going to just take your money and then state that she's supposed to get the H4 a year approval. That's all I'm going to state. What else can I state? Okay. So you can file the motion to reopen, but I would refile the EAD again as a backup plan because sometimes it takes, whichever gets faster, I will get it. File a motion to reopen and then follow the directions online, okay? And then at the same time, file an EAD also. Okay. Is there a possibility okay. that you... So they said they said she's not invalid visa status. Okay. I see yeah, the point. She yeah. don't
9: have the valid H4. Yeah. Valid
1: H4. Yeah. That's stupid. Uh, just file the motion to reopen. File the H4 EAD by yourself. Uh, you don't yeah. need me to do it
9: yeah i would like to do motion with your phone, law
1: firm not motion there is nothing there i think you know we charge like 2800 dollars for motion to reopen for what we just there mm-hmm. is don't no legal argument i'll make
9: there you see my point okay. okay
1: if there is something there is a controversial something a borderline case yeah definitely i would like to take your money and argue it okay, uh, okay.
9: but not not but, in this not in this, okay. So they say I have to file I-290B form so that I can I can do myself for it. So lawyer help is required for that. Uh, the motion must uh, be filed using I-290B form. That's right. You can do it by yourself. You don't have to go through a lawyer. Okay, okay. Yeah, thank you. Sanil. Next person, please.
5: Yeah, thanks. Thanks for taking my question. So I have filled out also. So. There could be a layoff chance, so uh, I'm on H-1B with I-140 I- approved. Uh, so, what is the like uh, um, way to a legal way to extend above 60-day grace period? And uh, yeah, can I search uh, job in that that state?
1: There is something called compelling circumstances EAD. Have you considered that, or you did not?
5: No, I haven't. Uh, considered what is you haven't
1: considered that you know, right now okay i got the point okay give me one second um so i'm going to send the details about the uh, compelling circumstances ead that's one option that's available you have a you have an option of uh, do you have a h4 ead option or you don't
8: no i don't have it
1: what's sanil's uh, line number what is it no, 919
6: okay. 919
1: i'm going to send you the details of the compelling circumstances ead okay watch okay. that video and we we are going to give you the conference call details that are separately held for it. Okay.
9: Okay. And what about B two? Is it a good uh, good way to? That's
1: watch? an option too, but you will not be allowed to work on B two. You will still have to leave the country. This compelling circumstances EAD will may get you the EAD. Uh, oh. Okay. Okay, got it.
8: it. Okay, thank you. Come to the Zoom
1: calls that I've given and then we'll discuss more, okay?
4: Sure, sure. Thank you.
2: Yeah. Yeah, hi. Thank you. Uh, My question is that I'm currently on H4 and uh, my H4 DAD will take another six to eight months to come. So uh, I'm aware that we cannot work on H4 also. We cannot work free of cost. But uh, I was wondering that can I work for a non-profit organization that does not pay their volunteers? Because uh, there is one IP clinic under a law school, uh, the clinic name is Lincoln IP clinic, and it comes under a Lincoln Law Law School in San Jose. And that IP clinic basically uh, trains their students and they provide services, but they, the clinic does not in turn provide students any uh, legal cost for uh, providing their uh, services to further clients. So I was wondering and, and it includes U.S. citizens as well. So I will be similarly situated with all the other volunteers, and I won't be get paid for anything. And it's a kind of a non profit setting. So I was wondering that, can I work for such a kind of a non profit clinic on my H four status?
1: But you're not expecting any job there, is it, right?
2: No, not at all. No,
1: no you, just a clinic can.
2: that that uh, call for volunteers, and the, they they the, train and then they do it. Yeah. Then
10: you then you can.
2: Okay. Thank you so much, Sachin.
10: Wish you best of luck, ma'am. Thank you. Hi, good day, Rahul. Um, I am currently on the verge of applying for my L1A visa. I've been with the mm-hmm. Canadian entity for a little over a year right now. Um, mm-hmm. And then, of course, apply for the EB1C uh, because I work mm-hmm. as a manager and above at this point. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. question is, um, so my, corp- uh, my company is undergoing a corporate restructure. So we are spinning off one business unit. Mm-hmm. As part of the spin off, the Canadian entity is going with it. Um, so mm-hmm. what my company is doing is setting up a new Canadian entity and that is what my lawyer says needs to be shown as a successor entity um, i just need confirmation if that works for the L1A EB1C so
1: so they so they they're going to spin off is happening that's completely irrelevant right now so okay. the most relevant thing is that they are creating one more company they are creating one more company in Canada Correct. And that belongs to the company, that master company that you work for?
10: That is correct, yes.
1: And how many people will they be there in Canada for the new company that they're holding it right now?
10: So uh, it would be, there are currently six employees. It would go down to five employees in the new Canadian team. Okay, that's going to be very
1: tough to get an L1A with that many number of employees in that company.
10: Um, so but the number of pe- the people I report or who report into me, all nine of them are in the US and Mexico. Um, uh,
1: okay, I got the point. So, so none of
10: them are in the Canadian, so,
1: yeah. So then they will say the job never existed in Canada, though.
10: Do you see the point? Got it, but I was hired in on the Canadian side.
1: You were hired in the Canadian side only for the purpose of the EB1C or L1A. You're not hired to actually manage the people of USA and and Mexico in Canada. What is your Canadian touch?
10: Uh, so I'm a PR holder. I live in Canada. Uh, and no, was-
1: no. Why? What's a, what's the reason why the company is sending you there?
10: The reason should
1: not be for getting the EB one C. The reason should be for other business reasons so if you are managing nine people some of them are in usa some of them in canada and zero zip in canada mm-hmm. what's the purpose for you to be de- there other than eb1c
10: okay so the true purpose was so uh we 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 manufacture ventilators um in And during COVID? Yeah, well, that's not the question, though. The yeah, question is, yeah, that's going to be a weak case. What, in your opinion, makes this
1: stronger then? Well, it has to be a genuine job opportunity there. Go to Mexico, work in Mexico, that's even better. If you have more people there. You see the point?
10: Right, yeah. Yeah, next question, so just... please.
1: Yeah, yeah I, it's very weak. If you are not going to have a single employee that is reporting in Canada, they are all reporting from US there. It looks like it's a staged affair only to get an EB1C. Next person, and then that's surely for a denial. Abhinash? Next
6: person, yes. Avinash.
1: So I don't see a purpose why you should go there if that's a, you're not going to achieve the purpose. Avinash, go ahead.
6: Avinash Virappa? Yeah. So uh, my priority. Oh, your yeah, EV1B
1: my... got approved. Additionally, I yes. have eb 2 uh, approval priority date is September to November, November. I filed for it fine. When I received seven, it was. Uh, What is the I 140 approval of the EB
8: 1B says? EB 1B I 140 approval date says it is October 2018. Sorry, uh, October uh, 2022. EB 1B I
1: 140 approval. I'm not speaking about the 485 receipt notice though.
8: Correct. So the EB-1B uh, approval notice gives the priority date of October 22.
1: Okay. So you filed the 485 application. Okay. So there is an error in the I-140 approval, is right? There is an uh, error in the I-140 approval of the EB-1B. You tried correct. to port the date in EB-1B, it did not get ported. Now you correct. filed the 485. Okay. There is a discrepancy. Mm-hmm. Since 2012, but I'm not sure. So right now there is an error there in the I140 approval, and it's reflecting in the I485 also. Well, they did accept uh, they did accepted your 485 application. Okay,
9: correct.
8: So yes. since
1: they did accepted the 485 application, the priority is not current for you if it is October 2022 and you know Correct. that it's current if it's in September 2018. So they're yes. fine. They know that there is something odd about your case. Okay. Right now, there is not, nothing that can be done other than interfiling. Mm-hmm. What I would suggest you is that if your case is pending for 18 months or more, mm-hmm. okay? Contact Stephen Brown in our office. He mm-hmm. would like to sue the USCIS.
8: Okay, if it's only more than 18 months. That's right. Okay. okay?
1: All right. Thank you. Next person, please.
6: Anand, Anand.
4: Yeah, Hi Raul. Um, I posted a couple of questions in the. the so Google Anand,
1: let, yeah Anand, what you're telling is um, that you're going to file the H one B, and now you have a travel plans between April fourteenth and May nine for my visa stamping. So this is, this is April 14th is like after
4: the transfer is approved or what? No, it's it's not filed yet. So I'm working with the company now uh, to begin the LCA work. So my assumption is by the time the LCA gets approved and all the documents are collected by the firm, it's already going to be end of April. So I think I'm fine anyways, but just wanted to see if it makes sense to file H-1B after LCA once I'm back in the country. Which that May would be better. That would be better that you come back and file the H one
1: B after you come, back, rather than you going when the H one B is in the transfer process.
4: Okay, perfect. I I have a call with Stephen Brown about that, so I'll make sure I address that with him directly.
1: And you said something about
4: e, EB one A extraordinary ability. Is that your question too? Yeah, I'm just trying to understand if that is employer dependent or do I need to file for EB1? Uh, if I do qualify for that, and that's a big if, uh, mm-hmm. then do I need to change it or refile it every time I change employers or no, does it stay no, constant? No, no, If you can self-file the EB1A
1: by yourself, if you qualify. Yeah, that's always a big if, you I mean, it's not like you got an Oscar award, is it, right? I mean, definitely you exactly. should try to, try to for it, you know. If you are bodily qualified, if you somehow think you are qualified. You should take a shot at it. At the most, you'll get a rejection. It's okay, you know. If I'm going and I'm going to go to Olympics and I'm going to make a trial, okay. If I fail, I still win. You got it exactly. But to conf-
4: yes, but to confirm, if it does qualify and it's approved, it's not employer dependent. Correct.
1: You absolutely is not. It's not got employer it. dependent.
7: Thank, okay. you then. Thank you. Thank you, Rahul. Next person, please.
6: Sunil.
3: Sunil
7: Kumar. Um,
1: hi, Rahul. Uh, <clears throat> my H1B my H1 uh, and h 4 file and print process needs already more than 15 days. Uh, neither receipt numbers are generated, nor checks are cash. Case is not approved, too. I'm not sure what happened in my application. Well, you know, Sunil, there is something we call it as if you lose the ring in the dark, where do you search? in the dark
7: so 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 what happened uh, rahul is uh, uh, i'm in a situation uh, b- where h1 belongs to my employer but uh, h4 ead and h4 is my spouse application so we we talked to uscis and they said uh, we cannot tell anything we didn't receive h4 and h uh, ead and you have to wait because those are not premium for h1 you talk to your employer when I talked to my employer, I recently knew that my employer don't have attorney, they file them themselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was not sure about that actually. And now mm-hmm. uh, they are confused how to track it. I mean, they are asking me to wait. I mean, what the heck uh, if I pay 2,500, if I have to wait, why I wasted that money? Because I paid those checks to USCIS. So um, I'm now confused. After spending 2,500, I'm in a dark -hmm. I'm not finding a way forward how how I should, what I should do now. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Well, you know, you will have to, as I said, you'll have to search in the dark. What happened? Why did they, why did, uh, um, um, you have to search in the dark. That's all I can tell. You'll have to refile the application. If it's not, if it's so long time they did not cast it, then nothing went on. You will have to refile the application.
7: Uh, so then we have to pay a premium processing fee again, and yeah, but you need to, you first need to find out what went on with your case though. Okay, so I,
1: is it file tracking? A that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Next this person, means. please.
6: Yeah. Srikant. <laughs>
9: Yeah. Uh hi Rahul. Uh I have an employer who is filing my H1 with uh, uh with LCA with client address, but he does not have the client letter. So will this cause an RFE?
4: No, it
9: may
1: cause an RFE, but I mean nowadays we don't see that many RFEs for the end client letter though.
9: We okay. Don't. He he mentioned he already has a NCA for his own company address. So, but since I got a, a, a job, so he wants to use the client client address. LCA. Oh,
1: absolutely. Never go with these in-house projects.
9: Okay. 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 So, thank you. Thank you. Just one more thing. If I travel to Mexico for a month or so, usually, can I work during that time?
1: Yeah, absolutely. No problem with it.
9: Okay, Okay. Thank you. Thank you.
6: Jay Shankar. Next question,
9: please. Jay Shankar. Hey. Uh, yeah, my question I already posted in the Google form. Uh, this is regarding the 60 days grace period. So from when it will start, it is uh, last it's of a last it,
1: day. It's if uh, on the last day of your work, okay? On the last day of your work, is it in the last day you get paid? Is a gray area. Are you getting my point?
4: Mm -hmm. So, So I would uh, take
1: the conservative approach as the last day you got terminated from the job. Okay.
9: uh, That means uh, on a pay date?
1: Not um, pay date. On the day you stopped working for the company.
9: Okay. From that day to next 60 days.
1: Right. That is a conservative approach. The gray area, that means we don't know how they're going to interpret, is the last day you got the pay from. Pay, okay? So if you got laid off on February 1st, but you got paid until April 1st, taking February 1st as a starting of the 60-day will be a conservative approach. Okay? Between February 1st and April 1st is a gray area. Okay? Okay. Thank you, then. I will take the last question for today, guys.
6: Parmesh.
8: Thank you so much, uh, Rahul. So my question is...
4: was filed That's right.
8: Uh, on the 9th of December, I was uh, lucky to have got the approval on the 28th of Feb with a new I-94 till the uh, 10th of March, 2025. Uh, but in the system, it's still 10th March, 2023. My wife is still awaiting her I-539 extension. And due to that, she's not able to continue her employment from 11th of March. So uh, we have a valid visa till 24 June 2025, which was done last year in our stamping. But uh, we are still a bit skeptical because we don't have a valid I 94 for her to travel out and come back in. So I'm a bit skeptical.
1: Uh, uh, this is a little bit this is a little bit. I'm getting some uh, resound. so I just mutual your permission. Uh, I really have don't have an answer for it on that particular thing, but I will find out an answer and I will send an email to you, Parmesh. I will do that tomorrow, okay? Can you need per- permission?
8: Parmesh? Yeah, thank you so much, Rahul. I really appreciate it because, you know, she has not been on the employment for the la- uh, last 10 days. I'm trying to get back
1: to you.
8: Thank you so much, Rahul. Really okay. appreciate it.
1: Thank you, guys. The next conference call will be tomorrow at 11.30 a.m. Central time. Thank you, guys. Sorry we couldn't take all the people.
0: Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites